0: Hey up! How do my lovelies? This is our next episode of Loose Lips, and I'm gonna be chatting with Sarah Story. Uh, this is the sixth instalment of Loose Lips. The previous two chats of today's set of instalments of features have included the first chat, which was Simon Doherty. Simon Doherty, He is a uh, editor and content creator for Vice. I've done three a day actually. Sarah's in the group as well, so I did Simon Dockett here. That's what threw me. I was like, I'm sure I've done more than two. So Simon Dockett from Vice. He's done the. He's a content creator for them, and then why do I call it loose lips? Because we get loose in the chats. That's what we do. Sarah's in the group, but you need to send me a request, me love. Send me a request, and I can uh, add you to the combo. So yeah. Simon Dockerty from Vice, then we had a real, real impactful, powerful, honest, frank talk with uh, Neil from King Kobe. Uh definitely recommend that you go to seek that one out. And then after that, we've just spoken with Pete Trifunovic, who is an independent filmmaker. And now we are speaking with the one and only Sarah Story. She sent me a request. Let's connect us. Hey up, my love.
1: Hey, hey up, lad. you're all right.
0: I'm good, how are you?
1: <laughs> oh very well, thank you. It's so nice to hear a proper strong Yorkshire accent. That's what
0: I'm here for. This isn't really a chat show, it's just me to play you with my Yorkshire again so you <laughs> back
1: up here. <laughs> oh, I really
0: miss Leeds. I miss it so much. I think what's, uh, what I want to start with is that um, you posted a retweet, I think, from 2014. Is today like an anniversary where you left like your office job to go pursue what actually is now, what you're up to yeah.
1: now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so six years ago today, I left my job. Work. I used to work in PPI, so I wasn't selling it. I was dealing with the complaints and giving the customers the money back. And I worked at um, West Bank in Leeds. And um I did that for three years, but whilst I was doing that, I was trying to pursue music and radio and um I um I was doing it was mad actually, I was doing I was getting up at half past four in the morning and covering Capital Yorkshire's breakfast show when Hersey, Danny, and Jojo weren't there. And then I'd finish and go straight to the office at ten AM and do a whole day's work till like seven o'clock in the evening. And um I did that for on and off for a while. Um it was it was hard work, but yeah. And then I finally left and Oh mate, it was so. It was such a good feeling when I left. I was like, I'm off to be a radio presenter now. See ya. <laughs> does, does that still feel quite,
0: quite um, recent? You know, though, it feels like it was
1: yesterday. When you were doing
0: that, that early shift and putting that graft in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I remember one of the first breakfast shows I ever, rec- um, I ever covered in Capital Yorkshire. I got locked in my flat because I, I couldn't open, I just couldn't open the door and I had to jump out my friend's window and the boss was like, why are you late? And I was like, this sounds like the shittest reason to- <laughs> and it doesn't sound real, but it was true. Um, but yeah, it does. It feels like it was yesterday. Um, and just like the hustling and how knackered I was, but. I mean, it was it was worth it. I could. I'm so glad I'm not doing that now. That job. Sorry to anyone that does that.
0: <laughs> How did you get you in with Capital?
1: So I um, was in a band, and I can't remember the name because they asked me to basically be a vocalist. It wasn't my band, um, and we did BBC introducing in York. And the girl that gave that gave the interview, we got chatting, and um, I said to her do you mind giving us a lift back to Leeds? Cause I knew she lived in Leeds. But I didn't want to get the train. So we got chat. She said, yeah, give us a lift back to Leeds. We got chatting and I was like, look, I really want to get into radio. I was like 22, I think at the time, 23. And I was like, I don't know anyone in Leeds. Do you know anyone? And she said, yeah, I actually met someone who works at capital last week at a house party. Do you want his email address? So that was it. I got the email, tested him for about a year and like kind of come in a demo and it then i did a few demos and it didn't quite work oh there's a few people here that i know hi yeah um <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, hiya. um and then um and yeah it was just it's just about being persistent really but that was how i got in got in at capital through the bbc which is a bit weird
0: no 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 the truth is house parties this is what i'm tending to find a lot of people i reckon 67 percent of the people i've spoken with it's because of the nightlife scene, shall we say, and some things happened, or someone's manoeuvred, and before you know it, opportunity's presented, and then you've gone, and you've grabbed it.
1: Well, the thing is, that's what's beautiful about clubbing, that's why I love clubbing, because you go on a dance floor, and you don't know who's there, like, you go to a rave, and you've got a lawyer, you've got a doctor, you've got, I don't know, you've got a cleaner, you've got a DJ, you've got someone who works in like Topshop. Everyone's different. Everyone's from all walks of life. And you're just in a smoking area, whatever, chatting. And that's how you get to know each other. And that is how I've made all my connections is going out clubbing. Um. Or, yeah, I mean, I had actually, um I, when I was DJing, um, I warmed up for Honey Dijon a few weeks ago. <laughs> Doing pizza? <design. laughs> And I had a few people around at mine and I actually um, became, um, got chance this guy called Arvine who came around with some of his friends. And that was just from having a little house party. Me and him just got on like a house on fire and me and him have become mates. And um, yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it's all about networking and just getting on with people.
0: When you were within the clubbing scene at that time, was it to pursue the singing side of it? Because I always seem to overlook that you can sing and then I hear you singing and I'm like, she can sing, mate.
1: <laughs> well do you know what it was I always wanted to do the singing side of things I was always a bit terrified to DJ because it was I don't know it was always kind of guys doing it I suppose and I, it just seemed like it just it just seemed like I couldn't do it for some reason I in my head I couldn't do it so it was the singing thing I went down that route and when I, I had a track with Defected and that was I was kind of like oh shit okay I can do this I can write and I can sing. Wicked! Okay, this is working but then um at the time, when that happened, I got the opportunity to work at Capital, and I just kind of thought, well, what what's working for me at the minute, it's the radio side of things, so I kind of just went down the radio route, and because I moved around so much, I wasn't in the studios with people anymore, because I was kind of, in, I went to Wales for a bit to, for work, so, but now I'm like, do you know what, I found the passion for it again, and I love DJing, and I found my confidence with that, so it's time to do that.
0: And it, what's cool is you the way that you're marrying the two, so you'll be DJing, but then you also do like a PA over it as well.
1: Yeah, um I think uh there's not that many people doing that. And I think, you know, you kind of gotta find your little what's your little niche thing. And for me it's writing top lines. Um I've been spending isolation writing tunes um, which has been great like so top lines for like you know dance dance producers and for me that's like do you know what i should be doing that really because no one's do- I, mean, I mean obviously I remember sonique back in yeah the day. yeah yeah, of yeah she did it didn't she there was abigail bailey um and a girl called ray who was on defected and she used to um sing over her sets but apart from that there's no one else really doing it so i'm kind of thinking that's something that i should really probably hone in on
0: with you working at capital do you find that because what I love by following you on Instagram is, of course, your photos. Sort, aren't you, mate? You're right, <laughs> sort, mate. You are,
1: you're right, sort. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know about how today, like, I've got a trackie on, but.
0: Mate, mate, <laughs> mate, mate, mate. <laughs> mate.
1: But, <laughs> but,
0: <sighs> like, I, f- I find, like, uh, the way that. you you post up the songs that are in your day by being whatever. A Tune of the Day
1: playlist. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I really love the contrast between the two.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, because I work for Capital, which is a commercial radio station, I love pop music. I grew up listening to pop music, but I also love dance music. And I wanted to kind of put across on my Instagram that, it's not, I don't just listen to chart music. I love dance music and I don't just, I love like the underground stuff. I love searching for music. Like I used to spend a lot of my time at uni in my room, just on Beatport on my own, just like looking for random shit. And, and I thought, right, if I can get that on Instagram and do tune of the day, you know, because a, a lot of record um, radio stations have record of the day or, you know, track of the day. So I was like, I should do that. And um, And I've got honestly that playlist. Do you follow it?
0: I don't follow a playlist. I just follow it on Spotify. Oh, right. Okay. yeah. I didn't I'll realise send, it was
1: a playlist. Yes, yeah, so I've made a playlist. I'll send you the link. Um, And uh, there's about 400 tunes on there now. Do you it's, want to
0: people it's... who are uh, watching the link? Tell them that where the Yes, yeah, so gets. if you
1: go into my Spotify, my Spotify handle is the same as my Instagram. So it's Story, And the playlist is called Tune of the Day. Um, And it's like a bit of everything. It's from... Dance to more chill it's it's mainly dance music I'm not gonna lie that's what I listen to all the time, but like it's everything from like old school acid house, funky house um every bit of everything'd be for like, classics yeah, I'd be for classics, just happy music like I think if you listen to dance music, it just makes you feel happy, doesn't it
0: it does it does and uh i I think like. When, how, how do you know what your tune of the day is? Do you wake up with it in your head or have you already got it pre-planned? Or, it feels like when you put it out, you're proper vibing with that tune. So I, Yeah. That's what I mean. Does it sort of come at different times of the day when you're like, that's the tune?
1: Yeah, so I'll I'll be like flicking through Spotify, and I'll just come across a tune, and I'll be like, it It's usually for me, it's a memory. Like, how does it make me feel? Um, I posted red carpet, all right. Do you remember that tune? Oh, yeah. right right. you singing it all day? Oh, what a tune! Do 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 do, do, do. Oh, I used to sing that on boat parties, and I'd be there. Yeah, and, um, Marco
0: Loco, this is what yeah. I mean, I've been doing my research, digging down, and I'm like, <laughs> not only is you the sort of the sort, but you're with Marco Loco, you know? <laughs> that's, friend,
1: mate. that's iconic. So do you know how I ended up singing with Marco Loco, right, this is a well funny story, so I, when I was in Ibiza, I got a job selling keyrings. remember, you remember I used to take pictures and make key rings, right, that was my job brilliant job because you used to get to pick kind of the lineups you watch to see and then the boss would be like right you can do Eden tonight because it's twice as nice or it's Wonderland with Pete um and so the boss I did really well one night the boss was like right you're coming out with me and my friends we went to SV and I would just been in I'd only been in Ibiza like a week and the DJ that was on at SV was Marco Loco and so I was like, who's this geezer? He's cool. Anyways, he gave me and my, my boss a lift back to San Antonio where I lived. And I started singing, obviously pissed, singing in his car. And he was like, are you a singer? I was like, yeah. He's like, sing on my boat party. And I, I thought he was joking. <laughs> Two weeks later, I'm on this boat party, drunk. And he's like, oh, you, I've been looking. Because this was before, like, everyone was, like, you know, on Instagram and chatting all the time. So he gets me on the mic. And I'm 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 fairly aware of the fairies. And I just start freestyling all house classics over his set, and then that was how I got the job.
0: Who <laughs> Marco Loco for me and my mates, like especially like 06, 07, eight, he was he was the unwritten king. Like you don't yeah. see certain heads, but that boat party and Marco Loco and he really got the essence of how to play what was popular but also like he was the one who really introduced me to um, Alan Brack's intro.
1: Ah. Bonk, 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 You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, what oh. he kept doing Dude.
0: is he kept, he kept so, like, you know, if you're a bit drunk and that, and mm. he, in the tunes are playing, and the way that he, he was doing it, it was the mermaid. That's what I think of, you know, that, Ah, uh, I think that's the mermaids, right? I think it's like the <laughs> sirens calling to him, and he'd, he'd loop that in, and we'd be like, "He's coming!" And then he'd mix it out, and then half hour later, we'd do it again, and he's like, "Are we tripping?" And before you know yeah. he'd do it about three or four times through the set, and it was just the con. And then when it dropped, the the actual euphoria you got because you were waiting for that. He's the only yeah. tease.
1: Yeah, he was—he 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 was, he was, he was, he was just—he's an, an amazing DJ and he's an amazing person. He's got a great vibe about him, and he was so good with me because he really took me under his wing. And and he like, do you remember the shit party that you used to yeah, do yeah. the Zoo Project? He got me on singing at that and there's a picture of me in like the worst fancy dress. It was like I, I didn't I don't know I didn't know what I was doing the first season. <laughs> and um and there's a picture of me like singing house classics with him and I'm like, it was it was nice that he took me under his wing and, you know, gave me the opportunity to sing in like Hush and and on the boat parties and I did Sparodis. So it was like it was a real like yeah, it was it was a lovely time. I beat it. It was great.
0: When you were developing yourself from radio presenter to actual BJ as well. Mm-hmm. Did you reach out to anyone like that? Because you've got quite a good network to be able what, to... to kind
1: of get advice or help. Yeah,
0: and also a few of the technical bits as you teach um, to yourself to, to mix?
1: So I do you know what, I bought some decks when I was about twenty-one. <laughs> um <but laughs> it's quite a funny story. I got a scholarship to go to university. And um I didn't pay my fees the first year and bought some decks and moved to Ibiza. <laughs> That's
0: why you're a gangster, mate. Eh?
1: <laughs> my dad was not happy. <laughs> um but I bought these decks, the 1000s. like I bought a really good setup and I just I just was terrified to use them. But then eventually, yeah, I had a few friends with DJs and they showed me a few things uh, when I was living in Leeds and then um and then I just kind of taught myself, but I actually, yeah, I suppose I have, I've not kind of reached out to anyone and and said, can you help me? But, um, I did a course last year, um, at LSA London Sound Academy. And it was really, it was really, I would say to anyone who's taught them, who's teaching themselves to DJ, if they're feeling a little bit unsure about their ability, because I did, um, I felt a bit like, well, I'm putting myself out as a DJ. I, sh- I should know every skill there is and every trick in the book. And I went to have my first session with this guy. And you know when everything just clicks? Yeah. Like, within the first hour, I was like, oh. Just that
0: reassurance, like, almost.
1: Yeah. And, like, I did – I think I did six sessions with him. And by the end of it, I was like, right, okay, I'm, you know, I'm not an expert. But I had that confidence then. And it was great to just do it with just someone who – it's hard, right? Because when you ask friends – to help you to DJ especially some guys they don't want to teach you they want to show off Ah. a few (laughs) girls have said that to me and I'm like no I know you can DJ but show me how to do this so um but yeah maybe I should maybe I should hit up some big DJs and be like oh mate give us a lesson you never know mate you never know or do you know what you'd be
0: good at getting is uh the dub plates
1: you know
0: this is so sweet service story
1: yeah that's a good shout yeah I need to do that I there, Maybe I could voice my own ones. What oh, a set story. <laughs> what voice were that? I, I don't know. Just yeah, <laughs> like,
0: Sarah's impressions. Like <laughs> that's what we do. We'll give you a list of impressions. Well, what Anyone who's watching, if you give some people who want Sarah to do an impression of, yeah. and by the end of it, we'll see if we can get her doing like impressions to <laughs> and give her a dub. Like an Alan Partridge dub play.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I love Alan Partridge, but I'm not very good at impressions, that's the only thing. Back of the net.
0: We serve (laughs) a story.
1: Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. yeah. So you know,
0: you know, when you you're doing stuff with snowbombing it recently, how did you find that? Like doing
1: live set, like in your front room. Um. It's is it surreal? surreal? Yeah. It is. Luckily, i have done a few before that. Um. Because um. Jen says, I want to see your best day I <laughs> <laughs> And now we do Instagram live. <laughs> terrible. This is why I won't do it. <laughs> um so yeah, so I'd done a couple of streams um beforehand and it was I'm glad because it told it kind of taught me what to do and what not to do. Um just technically technical technically wise. Um but it is weird because There's no one there dancing. I've still got my housemate, but it's yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it it is surreal um, doing it. But it was really fun, and for me, it was it was great to be a part of it because a lot a lot of more people got to see me DJ. Because when I was going out there, I was probably going to do like the earlier sets, so it was nice to do that and you know get get a whole slot just for me for an hour. So I felt felt honoured to do it. It It's really nice.
0: Is it something where? you don't want to be pigeonholed as one sort of vocation because you have so many different feathers to your balls. And how do you get them to complement? Because they seem like the the can. They seem like they're all in the same sort of boat. You know, you've got mm-hmm. your singing, you've got your presenting, you've got your DJing, you could literally host the night, play at the night, do that. You could literally <laughs> do it all. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Write the theme tune. tune,
1: sing the theme tune.
0: <laughs> but like, do you know what i'm saying though like but how how then do you strike out to be able to do all of them or is it the other way where it can be quite demanding to be doing them all and you prefer to maybe just do one at an event
1: well it yeah it is it it, it, it's for me it's just kind of i'm doing things that i enjoy and um I, i mean i need to have a plan really but i think everyone's just winging it like i'm one of these people that's like right I want to do this and I know this person and I can do this. And so let's, let's just do it and let's see if it it works. And if it doesn't work, then we'll sack it off and we'll try something else. Um, And I think when I started doing the radio stuff, I was like, right, I'm going to fully focus on just doing radio because when I was living in Leeds, like 2013, 14, I was doing so much stuff and I was kind of just tiring myself out. And I was like, I just want to focus on that one thing. Um, But now I feel like, okay, I've learnt my craft and I know what I'm doing. Now it's maybe time to do something different on top of that. So, um, I mean, I don't know know how it'll all come together. Hopefully it will. It seems like it's
0: meant to. It seems like it, it can and it should. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm hoping that. I mean, it's obviously a shame because this summer was kind of for me was going to be, you know, lots of DJ gigs at festivals and things, um, and that was going to be a great platform for me to kind of show people what I'm about. But it ain't happening anymore. But it's now about well, how do we get creative? We've got to make it still happen in in a form through the internet now. So that's doing streams with snow bombing, and I've just been chatting to my friend Ryan actually, who's a DJ. And he's um he's like it's it's hard because you, you knew when you went to your festival when you go to festivals you've just got that content there but now it's it's hard because you've got to get creative but yeah it's um i don't know I don't, I don't really have a plan i need to get a plan though i've been saying this so i need to have like a direction of where i'm going i was speaking
0: with uh ralph lawson on monday and he was mm-hmm. coming up with a cool idea and I, I was sort of talking with it as well but I don't know how crazy Facebook are with a copyright thing, but everyone's sort of jumping to the live stream and they're doing it as a mix. But you could potentially combine your tune of the day with a live where you've got, right, these are my five picks of the day. And maybe you mm-hmm. speak and you reminisce about like certain tales, why this song means to you, why you've chose it, and then maybe mm-hmm. play the song into it. So it just mixes it up a bit. But it, again... It shows all your facets, all your strengths.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I suppose it's kind of like it's like that's like doing a live radio show in a, yeah. in a way, isn't it? Yeah. But with um, the
0: autonomy of what you want to play, which is surely the the key.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Def- definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've never thought about it like that, and I suppose you're right. It's like, where's the next step now? Because we've 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 all seen lots of live streams now, so it's like, how do we take it to that next mm. level? How do we keep it interesting for people to watch and um. Yeah, I mean, that's a good shout, actually. I'll,
0: that's what I'll I'm here for.
1: I'll write that one down. I like that. That's Could be a good, good
0: influence on you, mate. <laughs> um, you, another thing that sir, I really admire about you is the balls that you have to just sort of move. When you see an opportunity, you're like, I'm going to go there. Like I didn't know you went Cardiff, you threw that in there earlier, but I know you went yeah, to what
1: Yeah, we went to Wales, yeah. I
0: know you yeah. went Liverpool. Obviously, you've been London and that. Do you find that that, again, is something that, you, you know, are you quite settled in London with the opportunities or say if New York came knocking or if there's somewhere <laughs> else, like, are you still quite, you know, keen to see where you could progress in?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just life, I suppose. If you get an opportunity, you've just got to go, right, I'm going to do this. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But I'm one of these people that I, I, I hate to lose an opportunity and go, but what if? and. Yeah things have worked out and i mean some things haven't worked out and it's been an absolute shitter but it's yeah it's just about kind of taking those opportunities when you see something and and going for it and like when i was in liverpool um i bought a house and i had a car and i had a full-time job for capital in liverpool and then an opportunity came up in london and i got in a relationship with someone in london and i was like right okay i've always wanted to go to london I'm going to go to London. And, um, and so I rented my house out, sold my car, left my job and I was doing all these mad things. And everyone was a bit like, are you sure this is the right thing to do? And, um, at first it was, it was tough, but then it's, you know, I'm, I'm settled down and I'm, I'm happy down here. And it's, supposed suppose it's about putting yourself on the line really. But I mean, yeah, if LA was calling, I'd, I wouldn't mind going out there. It's better weather, isn't it? <laughs> although i'd I'd miss i love i love i do love it over here in a a way like you know even like northerners like i can't imagine you get many northerners kicking about in la do you
0: know um so danny deville he's looking to move out to um la don't know if you know danny deville no i don't know him he's of similar circles but he's a director uh and, and film sort of film do you know what he um Cause we're going to come to brits you you've got your name all over brits at minute with pre-parties and that aren't you yeah. where's my phone? Yeah. where's my <laughs> <one>? but, um <laughs> he, he was uh taking photos at the brits at the openings and you were also at the capital party that you all did ah really which one uh the one before christmas
1: oh the jingle ball ball
0: i think so. yes 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 yeah that, one, that Ah, one. right yeah
1: you would um,
0: know him, but, anyway, but what I'm saying is, there, are, there will be good heads who will be out in LA. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I'm happy in Hackney for now, but we'll see. That sounds like
0: a song lyric. Yeah. If Mike Skinner put that on a bar, like, I'm happy in Hackney, I'd be like, yeah, you're getting a lighter. That's a real, <laughs> that's a bar, like, I'm happy in Hackney. You can have that.
1: I'll write that one down as well. Streets, <laughs> lighter,
0: get that lighter. Roo, 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 roo. Um. So, how were you, are you finding your vlogging? That was one of the things that um, you were sort of looking... When we met at that time at uh, mm-hmm. Manhattan, Leeds, and you were on about... Yeah, like. Yeah. So, do you know what... You, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, actually, but um, I'm going to, because why not? Right? Yeah. So, when we met and you were on about something, like, what, I don't know if you, it were going to be a topic on one of your vlogs, but I'm actually now using it in my stand-up, and it's on about uh, ladies and their... Um, Freezing things.
1: <laughs> freezing out, yeah, yeah, I didn't
0: yeah, know yeah, if I
1: wanted yeah. to say it, because if it's, yeah, no, evil, yeah, it's, it's on my Instagram TV, I did a blog about it. Um, yeah, so I kind of was looking at ways to do more stuff online. You know, everyone's... When... when when you speak to people and you say that you're a presenter, they're always like, get yourself on YouTube and do, do this and do that. And I was like, right, OK, well, I don't want to just go on and, and just do anything. I want to have a kind of something that I've got a strong opinion about. So I did like a, just a short series of like six different topics. I did one on turning 30. I did one on VIP areas, one on freezing your eggs um, I can't remember what the others are, but they're all, if you go on my Instagram TV, they're all there. And, um, and I really enjoyed doing it. And my friend Laura helped me out editing it, edit, editing it because I'm shit at editing. Like, I'm it's not very good at stuff like that. Um, I need to get good, but, um, yeah. And it was, it was really nice to do it actually. Cause for me, it was like practice talking to camera, which is a very strange thing to do in the first place. Um, but it was also just nice to kind of put myself out. Um, to to my followers and them to kind of learn a bit more about me it's not just me doing radio it's me talking about things that are real life to me which was turning 30 at the time which I, I wasn't happy about at first <laughs>
0: <laughs> the best
1: decade it's like that age yeah. where you
0: feel like you can tell people because you're of an age it's like someone told me that at 30 I'd be like oh I've got to listen it gives you that bit more of a like shoulder in it you know what I mean it's like oi oi
1: Hey. yeah i think it's it's a funny one isn't it because i spent a lot of my time and i think it's a lot of women especially in the in- industry that i'm in they feel pressure with their ages and, and some people might lie about their ages because people just think as soon as you are up a certain age it's like oh you passed it now and and whatever um so for me I, that was always in the back of my head and actually when i got to 30 i was like i feel great i feel fine i don't give a shit
0: so you, yeah is, is there that type of pressure um, within the within the entertainment industry, from a female's perspective, and also coming to the DJ side, are you finding that there are now starting to be a lot more female DJs that are out and about and being put on bills?
1: Um, I mean, I thought. I think the DJing and stuff like that it's not as bad I think more on the entertainment side of like more tv presenter kind of stuff um and more actresses I think they feel a lot of pressure but to be honest maybe it was just me putting the pressure on myself a lot of the time um I think girls tend to do that a bit more than guys but yeah I don't know I mean I'm hoping now there's more women in the industry and I've seen a massive change over the past even like two years I don't think it'll be I don't think it was a stigma, but I think me personally, it was something that I worried about, and I think other girls would probably agree with me that it is something that you you do worry about. It I'm going to get, I'm going to be too old to do this, and you do see a lot of men. I mean, actors, for instance, a lot of men can get away with it, you know, acting till like they're ready to pop the clogs, whereas <laughs> like not as many women. I feel like it's quite ageist, isn't it, in the industry for acting? It's
0: good switch of perspective. I've never really. Uh... Considered it. I've just always thought with these jeans I'm gonna go on forever.
1: Do you know what I mean? <laughs> You'll be fine, mate. You'll be that's, fine. That's what I mean. That's what I mean.
0: <laughs> this pigmentation I'm 74, mate. I'm 74 <laughs> Trade Secret. Sponsor me up, E45. Sponsor me up, Trade secrets, Yeah, get yourself
1: mate. a spawn, get yourself a sponsor with that.
0: 100 percent man. So how <laughs> how is life at Capital? How is you know you're doing um varying different time slots and one of the craziest things that i saw on your insta recently was when you were walking through leicester square and it was properly dead
1: yeah it's been really weird going into work because i'm so used to going into leicester square on a friday and saturday night and i I get into work at like half past eight quarter nine and that is when it's peak for leicester square you know people are going to the cinema or people are going to get ice cream or there's just tourists everywhere so um it, it was like it was exciting actually going into work but you've also obviously got to push past everybody fight get get to Bit the crowd get the
0: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> I always had my tunes on I was like I'm getting through these <laughs> getting through this crowd um uh so yeah it's been very strange going into work and there's no one around um but on air it's been nice because a lot of people are getting in touch and you know that when you get texts it's usually from people that are in taxis going on a night out whereas a lot of people are just partying at home now um but we're getting loads of interaction which is great and it's just nice to kind of get that caller on and give someone a bit of a voice it brightens people's day up doesn't it when you get a shout out like i love get. i'll text in radio stations and ask for a shout out for fuck's sake and i'm on the radio <laughs>
0: I've, I've texted in for a shout out I didn't get it but it's alright it's alright
1: to me oh yes. just text me just text did. me I'll do it I did alright
0: no oh, 100% sorry. it's alright it's
1: alright I feel bad I, I, now I've
0: ta- picked up to a taxi driver as well I was like mate that's my mate. Oh, sorry, mate I'll text it in like and yeah they thought you were lying yeah he added seven quids at journey <laughs> <laughs>
1: do you know what i've got some friends a free taxi before they were like we're in an uber can you give the taxi driver a shout out if you do we'll give us a trip for free so i did and they got it for free i was like get in Free trip and five stars that's right yeah.
0: danny mottram trip. danny mottram's after a shout out good old danny mottram he's a good gent
1: hi danny mottram i'll definitely give you a shout out drop us a text 83958 on tomorrow night i'll give you a shout out <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then tell us a bit more about how you got involved with the Brits then, like hosting the pre parties, because you've done that a couple of years now, haven't you?
1: Yeah, so I got involved in 2018, so it was through Capital. Um, they asked me to host a couple of their. So they do a thing, War Child, which is the charity, they do um, a week of gigs leading up to um, the Brits. And that year they asked me to host Kaigo show and Jesse Ware. Now I'm a massive fan of Jesse Ware. Yeah, I know. Like, like I've got a massive picture of her on the wall over there. She's your
0: proper queen,
1: like? Oh, I used to do my hair like her and everything. Like, <laughs> I was obsessed there. Yeah, it Yeah, that was when I was living in Leeds. When, yeah, that was when I was living in Leeds and I met you. And um, I interviewed her and I made a right to it myself. Um, but, yeah, so that was how I got in, to, in with it. And then I got, you know, I got, I met the guys that were running it and we just got on and they asked me back um, each year. So I did um 2019 and this year as well which was cool i did aj tracy that was good um and yeah we did i went to the after party which was cool the sony after party um which was fun
0: (laughs) and yeah look at you mingling in them circles you're getting sent free clothes you're balling me
1: (laughs) do you know what though we had to sneak my friend into that party because I only had one invite you know what I'm like that proper like try and blag it on the door I, like, I've been, I've do, I do this in nightclubs they used to do this all the time so I thought like, we could do this in the Brits so um I got a band um off my friend so I thought well, I'm definitely going to be able to get in and my friend was like just use my name at the door for your other friend Roberta and um so I had my bands on it and I don't know how we blagged her to get in in the end how did we do it I had the band on my arm, so I think we said that she was called Abby, Abby McCarthy, if you're watching. And um, we we got her in, and the guy didn't question it. We were just like, go, 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 go. We were in. We're Seems... Like once you get once you get past that point, you're like, yes. Yeah, don't look
0: back, <laughs> just straight forward, straight just keep forward. Keep going. No, 100. Yeah. I think you see that's where Lassie's can get away with that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, definitely that, play that... the charm card.
1: Absolutely, like yeah. I was like, we're gonna get in here. You know when you're just so determined you just like, you, I think you've got to be like positive frame of mind. Like we, I went to the Bergheim a few weeks ago and I was for like, I was in the queue for Ages, like it was about two and a half hours, and I was like, just think positive. You're gonna get in. You're gonna get in. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be sound. It's all right. And we got in. And that, honestly, when we got in, you have to pretend that you're like cool about it. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then once you pass the door, you've paid. You're like, yes! <laughs> like celebration, <laughs> hugging each other. Like, right, let's get a drink <laughs> I bet that's
0: why it's so sick. Everyone's just the
1: same relief. It's just mass relief inside. That is exactly what it is. I think the whole club's just buzzing that they managed to get in, and everyone's just partying. Mass yeah, release and sex
0: chambers. The Germans <laughs> want to do it well.
1: <laughs> it's mentally there.
0: I've never been, but uh, I had a weird dream, actually, that I, uh, when I know someone who's going to play over there, I'm going to jump over with them because I don't know if I'd get in. I, don't I know. think you would.
1: I think you yeah, would. I forward, think I would,
0: really. I just wanted you to have that faith
1: in me. <laughs> I think you would my friends Haley was like I think they can just like sense who's sound and who's not <laughs> I was like what because we got in so we think we're sound
0: <laughs> shout out Haley <laughs> every time as
1: well big shout out Haley, Hayley Johnson <laughs> um, yeah I, I mean I think you get in just be, just be sound on the door and just be you I think I think they just don't want to let his my housemate come down where's he gone?
0: <laughs> his legs just came
1: he <laughs> comes down Matt it's alright
0: that is quality, that is class, I love that. <laughs> just not even his top frame, just up to about there, just came
1: and just back up. Sorry, Matt. Um, it's really funny because um, my housemate's been doing Zooms with everyone from his office, like his team. And it's really weird. I feel like I know them now because I hear them <laughs> every day. And I'm like, so what, what are they called? i like looking at my Instagram and, and, and like, I, I introduced myself today. I was like waving at them today. One of them is from Whitehaven, which is near where I'm from. The other one um, is like, is called Matt and he lives in Wales. But I feel like I know his colleagues. It's really bizarre. They're all working from one thing. Have
0: they started following you?
1: They haven't actually.
0: That's the How next step.
1: Yeah, and you need to get to follow me, and then we're proper mates, then aren't we?
0: Just maybe, just like uh, as you're walking behind, just have like your Insta handle.
1: <laughs> it's a good shout. I've got it on a like box somewhere. Here we go. Here we go.
0: On brand. <laughs> That's
1: what I need. <laughs> just like swimming past. Like,
0: <laughs> follow me. <laughs> hypnotizing <laughs> him in. Uh, I know. I know um you've given me your time, and I appreciate that. I'd just like to ask you about m t v and then what is mm-hmm. what you see the future being other than us two getting married and then uh <laughs> and then and then that's it
1: um yeah so m t v um I'd worked for them last year, so I did some stuff it was called m t v stack, so that was like an online facebook um game and it was intense because it was the first time that i'd ever done to camera auto cue live on my own for it was for 15 minutes or 20 minutes non-stop do you write the, do you write what's on the auto cue? no they, they had a team that did that thank god because it was a lot because i had to basically give out a question and then you'd have them you know the audience giving their answers, and I'd have to look at the screen, and then I'd have to look at the answers. So I had two screens, and obviously you're trying to present and be like, hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and hold your shit together, and you're sweating your tits off. Got oh, as well. Yeah, you got someone in your ear, and so it was quite intense. So that was my first kind of proper. Like TV gig, I suppose it was online. But yeah, um, and I did that for about a month, and it was it was great. It was really great, great exposure, great platform, and great experience, and I absolutely loved it. Um, but I've not done anything with them since. But I'd love to do more TV stuff. I really, I really, um, I really love doing TV and presenting and to camera stuff. And it was nice to do the snow bombing stuff. Um, that was good. I, I hosted like the first night of snow bombing. Um, it was really yeah, weird. Cuban I was doing...
0: Brothers as well and stuff, weren't it? And
1: Mr. Um, what Mr. Motivator. Mr. Motivator was doing it, yeah. Um, and but it was really funny because I was ho- I was doing filming the links outside in my in my yard, and my neighbors. It was a sunny day, and all my neighbors were just like watching me, like what is she doing? And I'm like, hi, welcome to snow <laughs> <laughs> It was really weird, um, but yeah, MTV was great. Um, it's you know it's a great great brand to work with, great platform. It's good fun.
0: Do you, is, are these the conversations you get to have with your agent about wanting to step a bit more into the the realms of TV? And also, yes. because you've gone in at such a high level, clearly that's a great calling card, because not even just working for MTV, but learning the skill of an auto-cue earpiece, mm. like, that's such down-the-line stuff. Mm-hmm. That now that yeah. you've got that, that accolade, surely like, you'd be able to to appeal to more opportunities in that scene.
1: Yeah, I mean hopefully. I think it's it's a tough one with TV, isn't it? Because I love music presenting and at the minute there's no there's no music platforms. There's not many music T V shows. You know, we used to have C D UK yes, and SMTV, T4. yeah, SMTV. And there was all these like platforms for music presenters. Yeah, Pop World, you know, with you know, remember Lex Chung and um all those Simon kind Anderson of still that, yeah. Yeah, Simon Armstrong Nick Grimshaw, those guys had that those platforms and now there's not as many, um, but I, yeah, I would love to do more, and it was it was gutting actually, because just before lockdown, I had something in the pipeline that was could have been quite big, and obviously everything's been, been stopped until foreseeable, so yeah, I mean, I think when you want to do presenting, it's about finding your niche, it's, uh, now I think with presenters, they don't just want you to be able to deliver being a presenter, they want you to have an angle on something, so whether that's something that you strongly believe in you know stacy dooley she does all Mm. all her Her documentaries yeah Yeah, um i mean big up louis theroux i wouldn't say he was a presenter he's more of a journalist isn't he but um yeah i think now as a presenter you've got to have your your angle on things but i don't know it's just what
0: industry. what about sarah's stories on subcultures and you went and discovered different subcultures of music because you get the quirkiness of it, but you're still involved mm. around music as well. That'd be pretty sick.
1: I'd I'd love to do something like that. And I've actually pitched not not necessarily like lots of different subcultures, but I've actually pitched a few ideas um, about looking into um, the music scene. It was in Leeds, actually. I pitched it to Boiler Room because they were doing some like short documentaries. But, um, but yeah, I'd love to do something like that. And I think it's about, if you want to do that kind of thing, it's about coming up with the ideas. You can't just sit at home waiting for the call to go, you're doing this show. You're doing Love Island. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's about coming up with your own ideas. And it's the best because if you come up with that idea, you control it, it's yours, you make the money from it as well. It's your thing.
0: I've just got an idea and I think you'll be able to do more with it. That's why I shall bestow it to you.
1: Why don't you do Love Kitchen?
0: Okay. Or Love Island Kitchen. So you get people maybe on a Zoom and like you have it where you could do a Love Island setup but from the living rooms, but just call it like Love Island Kitchen
1: or Love (laughs) Living Room or something. Well, get people to like crack onto each other whilst they're cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And you're like moderating it. That'd be, that'd be, it'd be chaos. (laughs)
1: <laughs> It'd be dangerous, though, if they're, like, cooking some oil and they get it on the lemon chest, if they're a bikini. That isn't going to go down, is it?
0: <laughs> Especially if it's a guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll put that down on the list as well, Ben.
0: All right, thank you. Thank you. Put that on the list. <laughs> you brought him up. I was going to end after that, but you brought him up. So I think this is a good, like, little uh, nod to bow out on. So mm.
1: you and... High-rich-stale, Louis... rich-from-works, watching.
0: Uh, you you and uh, Louis Farou. Yes. Can you tell us that tale?
1: Um, so, I went to Ibiza with Capital um, two summers ago. And uh, so, <laughs> so we, on a, like, when I used to live in Leeds, uh, we used to obviously party. And um, we would say, you know, if you'd not been to bed after a night out and you were still up, you'd call it a Louis. You'd call it a Louis through a througher. So, you'd call it a Louis. So um, it was being a joke between me and like Steve Roberts, who you know from Leeds and a few other people. And it just is the thing now with me and my friends. It's like, oh, did a Louis. Like, <laughs> oh. Right. Did a through her. So we went to Ibiza, interviewed Jack Jones and me and him got chatting about his stag doing Ibiza. And then he said he'd stayed up all night. I said, oh, did a Louis. And then I explained to him what it meant. And he absolutely loved it. So Capital posted the interview out on Twitter and added in Louis Theroux. And Louis Theroux retweeted the, um, the, the, the actual interview and said, cancel the OBE, this is the only honour I need. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, Louis Theroux knows what a Louis is now. This is men. I was just absolutely, I was buzzing. I was cancel gasping. the OBE so as well. That's like the heist, that the he's giving the props. But the thing now is I need to do a Louis with Louis, don't I? That I need to meet Louis Theroux and, and do a Louis with him.
0: I reckon it'd be it, you know. <laughs> Well, maybe that's it. Maybe it's the subcultures, but you and Louis going around.
1: Imagine going to like a Gabba night with Louis Theroux. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be sick.
0: Mate, I'm sure that you can create anything. The world's in front of you and it's up for yours for the claiming. So you keep smashing it, keep nailing it. Keep winning my heart.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, Faye. You're so kind. Thank you. And you too. Mwah. Thank you. What a team we, we make.
0: Right. Right. Anyway, I'll leave it be. Uh, no, the outfit. Which one? The one just worn. Oh. We're going to leave it on that. This is for the outfit, mate. This is for the outfit. Fire, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> right, you take care of oh, you I look forward to catching up on the other Thank side of
1: you. it. Thank you. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye.
0: There you are, Sarah Story, absolute diamond, wifey all over, but just an incredible, creative, good, good host, solid soul, great work effort to get where she's been. She deserves everything that she's getting, and I'm just sure that there's bigger bigger to come. So yeah, I'm going to go through some messages that came through. Sorry if I weren't able to uh, read them out as we're rolling, as we're locked in conversation. Uh I want to give a shout out to the brother from South Africa who gave me a shout out actually. Uh, here we go. Uh Freddie Matshoa. Uh big up sorry if I uh, pronounce your surname proper. I'm following you, Ben, because I loved your interviews on AFTV, watching from Johannesburg, so shout out to the Joe Berg and shout out for AFTV who dipped in this as well. But now nah, man, big ups to everybody who's been just locked into that. Thank you, DJ Emma. Thank you, everybody. I've got, get on this, get on this. This is crazy. I can't believe I'm saying these words. So this is Loose Lips. It's a chat show geared towards raising the spirits of everybody through these times. And I'll get guests from all different walks of life and backgrounds and creative outlets, etc. The next interview that I've got coming up in 15 minutes is with Paul Foot. Yes. Stay safe, stay cool. I'll see you for the next chat with Paul Foot. Stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Peace.